Oh, God, I am struggling so hard after R&B Friday's live yesterday. Big one, was it? Like, it wasn't big, like I didn't get written off or anything, but it's a big day out in the sun, and I just danced up a storm. I, like, can't feel my legs. And I usually do this show standing (laughs) up. You'll notice that I'm sitting comfortably in a chair. I've even gone and stolen someone's Hit 106.9 jumper from off the back of their (laughs) office chair because I needed to be comfortable, like... Level 100. Like, I'm wrapped in this bad boy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Gia, on Saturday night, I went to church with my family for the first time in a long time. I just want to make a comment that they brought the offertory around, which is when they... What's that? It's the basket that you put the money in at every every mass. Oh, uh, yes. They, brought, they still do that, do they? I assume they would just go around with, like, an ATM machine and just let us pay <laughs> past our... Dis- <laughs> well, one church did that, but not this one. And look, they brought the offertory around twice. They asked us for money twice. What? But imagine if you gave all the money that you had <laughs> we did. in the first round and then you, you they come back and you're like, oh, God, okay, and you just start taking the clothes off your back and put them in the offertory. <laughs> I did give them all, the, all the coins that I had in my pocket the first time. But, I mean, I don't know, the Catholic Church must be going broke from all their legal fees or something at the moment. <laughs> Too soon? Maybe. 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 I don't know if it's ever the right moment to make those kind of jokes. <laughs> Hit 106.9 Sunday Sesh with Ed and Gia. Not too long now until you uh, go over to Europe, Eddie. I know. Do you know what? This will be the longest flight that I've ever been on. I'm flying from Sydney straight to Abu Dhabi. How far is that? Oh, I, to be honest, I don't really know. But it's long, okay? It's long. <laughs> it's, far. it's really far. Well, do you travel on planes very regularly or is this going to be like a big deal for you? Look, I do things like from Newcastle to Melbourne or Newcastle to the Gold Coast every now and then oh, to see fam. They're like hour-long flights. Yeah. That's nothing. Okay. Well, you need to just get in that mind space and prepare yourself because a long-haul flight is very hard, okay? <laughs> yeah. And depending on who you sit next to during that flight could make or break your trip. A hundred percent. I hope I get a good one. Well, there is a bit of news out at the moment about a man who has sued... British Airways over his seat on an aeroplane. You wonder why? Uh, yeah, I do. He was made to sit next to an overweight man. <laughs> what is suing them because he had to it. sit next to someone who was bigger? He's suing the entire airline because <laughs> the man who was in the middle seat of a three-person seat sort of thing uh, was a bit bigger, a bit bigger boned, some might say. So he was against the window. There was this rather large gentleman in the middle and then a person on the aisle. And uh, he, it was a 13-hour-long flight, right? So a long flight. Yeah, that's a long Fair. flight. Fair. You're not going to be comfortable on a 13-hour-long flight anyway. No matter who's sitting next to you, you're going to be uncomfortable. Mm. I think you just deal with that. But apparently he's claiming that the passenger that was in the middle was about 160... 196, I should say, centimetres tall and 145 kilos. So bigger lad. Bigger. Not huge, but that's that's bigger. Mm, and he's claiming that his body parts were just overflowing from the seat. Oh. <laughs> his seat space was being encroached by this man. And now he's saying that that encroachment made him contort into awkward positions, which then caused nerve damage to his <laughs> back and pelvis. That's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? 
which then caused him to take time off work, which oh. then he thinks entitles to him to $17,500 in damages. Oh, my goodness. No. Nah. Yeah, just for sitting next to someone who's a little bit tub. What do you reckon? Do you think that people who are a bit bigger should have to buy two seats or I don't know? I thought that there was like a thing where they had to, to be honest, because, I mean, those arms on Mm. aeroplane chairs are quite stiff. They're not flexible in any way. Like, you know, you go to the movies and the arms on your armchair. I'm not talking the recliner seats at Hoyt's at Charlestown. I'm talking (laughs) the old school ones. You know, they just were a little bit dodge and you could just move them a little bit if you're a bit bigger. These aeroplane ones are solidly in place. So I just thought that if somebody was bigger, they had to. I don't know why. I don't know where that's come from. But I mean, there has been a bit of a debate previously about whether you should have to pay Mm. for your weight, as in like, you know, the price of your ticket would be dependent on how much you weighed. Well, I mean, this guy, what's he, what is about 145 kilos, he still gets his 23 kilos of luggage. I'm about half that weight and I get the same amount of luggage. Maybe we should all weigh people and luggage together and we all get a one limit. Well, that has been what sort of sparked the debate. It's been the fact that, you know, we all get 23 kilos of luggage or whatever amount of luggage allocation that you get. And then if you go over, you have to pay more. And it's because, what, it costs more in fuel and things like that and all those little issues as to why that would cost more money. So maybe if you're a little bit bigger, you should pay for it. I just think you should pay for two tickets. If you're taking up two seats on there... Maybe you should just have to deal with it. Controversial. I, I don't know. That's lost profit in a way for the airline. If they have two tickets that are able to be purchased there and there is one slightly larger person using that as one thing, if they don't have to pay for the two spots, I guess how is that fair in a way? I mean, if I was super rich and I didn't want to sit next to anyone and I wanted to branch <laughs> out and be comfortable on a 13-hour flight, I'd still have to pay for the two seats. Look, maybe I, I've got a solution here, Gia. I am just going to get really old, really rich and really fat and just buy all of the seats on all of the planes. News flash, style. <laughs> You're going to Europe in about a month's time. There's no way you can get all of those things by then. This is... 106.9 Sunday Sesh. With Ed and Gia. This weekend, Gia, my mum came to visit me. Oh, I'm so surprised. You are such a mummy's boy. I am the biggest mummy's boy. I was so excited that she came to visit. So we went down to the Central Coast to visit my sister and her family. So the whole family was there. My brother came up from Sydney. We went down from here in Newey. Um, And your mum come from Dunny-Doo? Yeah, she came from Dunny-Doo for that. And usually for her to drive from Dunny-Doo to the Central Coast where my sister lives, it's about a three and a bit hour drive, three and a half hours. But if anyone was reading the news or listening to the radio yesterday, they would have noticed that there was a truck accident on the M1. So what... I did hear about that. It was like going... Mm. It blew a tyre and it blew out a couple of barriers because it flew off the road. All southbound lanes were closed. So what should have been a three and a bit hour trip for my mum was a six hour trip. Oh, no. Did she call you? Did you have a three hour long conversation because (laughs) you're such a mummy's boy? No. But she was stuck in traffic for such a long time and she was complaining about it. She was all on socials being like, rah, 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 angry, angry, angry. So anyway, she's in Newcastle tonight. She drove up today from the Central Coast. So she's staying with us in Newcastle. And I love showing off Newcastle when people visit. I just love it. I'm really proud to live here. I love Newcastle. I want to show off all the cool things. 
Oh, fully. I took someone to Derby Street uh, not too long ago and they thought it was the coolest thing since sliced bread. They were like, but they've all got like gardens that you sit in out the back and, and they're all really fancy. And I was like, yes, it is. And love Derby you Street. know, Gia, how much I love the light rail here in Newcastle. I'm a fan. Oh, not even just the light rail, public transport, full stop, <laughs> Ed's on board with. So I wanted to show off the new light rail to mum. So we like we drove down Hunter Street on the track, and then I was like, oh, the supercars are on next weekend, they're doing work, let's go and check out some of the track, that'll be fun. Apparently, every other person in Newcastle decided to check out the supercars <laughs> oh, track no. today. My poor <laughs> mum, I turned... Um, I, th- I don't know what street it is, but it's where the straight of um, the supercars is and then you turn down and you're literally driving down past Newcastle Beach. Is it short? Oh, okay, with the, with the police station on the left? Yeah, yes. So yes. I was driving down there. Everyone was driving there. We were stuck there for probably about half an hour trying to get out past Noah's there. You're kidding. Do you know what we did? <laughs> We decided, like, nah, stuff this. We I did a U-turn and I was going to drive back up. So I did, drove back up the hill. Yep, well, that'll be fine. You didn't do the U-turn right in front of the cop shop, did you? <laughs> no, I went into a driveway, did a three-point turnout, got up the top and realised that the reason everyone was stuck was because they had closed that road and it was only a one-way street. <laughs> no! So Were you going up the wrong way? <laughs> I had to do another three-point turn in this <laughs> gridlock traffic, wait for someone to let me have a gap to do this three-point turn and then just get back in the gridlock traffic and wait again another half an hour to get out of there. Oh, you're kidding. Well, I think this is just a message for everyone. Stay clear of the supercars track this coming week. Uh If you don't need to be there, don't be there. My poor mum was literally stuck in traffic all weekend. What a life she lives. She's probably happy to go back to Dunnydoo where there's no road signs or one-way roads. Just cows on the road. (laughs) Hit 106.9 Sunday Sesh. It's two weeks away now, but I am so excited to see this chick. Let's go, girls. Shania Twain. I'm headed to the Hunter Valley with my sister to go and see her on the 8th. So not long now. I'm literally like crossing the days off the calendar. I'm so excited. I love Shania Twain. You were just like sort of testing me before Gia saying, oh, this song, this song. And I was singing it. You're like, how do you know that song? You know every lyric of every song. I'm surprised you're not going to the gig. I don't understand why. Yeah, my brother had to have a birthday the exact same weekend. Oh, how dare he? Because it's (laughs) going to be a great show. My ticket, it's the best thing ever. It includes like a cheese platter and wine. So not only do I get to see Shania, I also get to sit back (gasps) with a cheese platter and wine. So anyway, long story short, it's going to be great. But something has marred the great potential of this (gasps) evening out. Uh, A little fact that I learned today about Shania. So she was on this talk show uh, over in, I think it was in the UK. It's called Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live. And she was with another famous co-host and they read out facts and they had to guess whether the fact was for Shania or for this other celebrity. And the fact was that this person had peed themselves on stage quite a few times. So it could have been Shania or it could have been this other girl and they had to guess which one. Exactly, exactly. And they just pointed the finger of blame straight at Shania and this is what she said. It's so true and you know what I did? I was very clever in this one moment. Um, I stood up from my chair to get up and sing. I peed myself 
and the puddle, I just knocked my glass of water over. (laughs) She peed herself and she is proud. That's so smart, though, to knock the glass of water over to cover it up. So clever, especially, like, when you're mid-performance. If I got up in front of a crowd of thousands and wet myself, I would actually just pause in shock. I'd be like, I don't even I don't even know. I don't know where to go in life from here. I don't even think that I have like ever peed my pants as an adult. I have. TB like I understand sorry? Yeah, a few times. What are we talking? Are we talking like you fully had drizzle down your leg? Like how old were you? No, I like I pretty much do it quite a lot. So I am prone to holding in my wee for a long time and I've got a little bladder, so I have to wee a lot. It's like a lot of getting up, getting down. So of course I'm gonna hold it in as much as I can. Isn't that's not healthy. Well, I don't know. And then I get to the toilet or the urinal, wherever I am, and sometimes I'm a little bit late and I whoop pees just a little bit before I get to the urinal. Is this a man thing? I don't know. Like that it happens regularly? Because, I mean, I've been busting ass before and, yes, you know, you go to – because girls have got to fully pull down their pants and then sit on the toilet. Like it's a little bit more of a process than just whipping it out and having a wee. But, <laughs> like, that, this is the fact that it's a regular occurrence and you're doing nothing to change your processes concerns me, Ed. You need to fix yourself. Like – Maybe drink less water. I don't know. Don't be so hydrated. <laughs> I um, The other day, actually, it was last week. Oh, no, this week. Last week, only not that long ago, I um, was at a train station waiting to change trains and busting, and I actually um, weed a little bit more than just a drizzle, and there was a little <laughs> bit of a wet patch on my pants, and I had to use my bag oh, to cover no. it up so no one else saw it. That is foul. Is that Where normal? were you going? I was on my way to Sydney. Okay, you weren't on the way to like some important business meeting or something. Um, I was working. You were at work. Were you in like a suit? Were you, what did you do? You just let it dry off and then just yeah. went about your life? Just covered it with the bag until, um, until it dried. Is that not normal? Can I leave? I can't be here. <laughs> Have that... you peed your pants right now? <laughs> but that's the only reason I wear undies is so it soaks up that little bit, so. Oh, what, you'd go commando <laughs> if you didn't pee your pants every now and again? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> this is... Do you consider yourself a bit of a multitasker, Ed? No. I'm a boy and I can only do one thing at a time because I am dumb. That's just you. That's not a stereotypical (laughs) man. That's just you. (laughs) Okay, it's just me. (laughs) But it is a bit of a thing where they say that uh, that men aren't really multitaskers. You know, they can only do one thing at a time, can only concentrate on one thing at a time. Whereas I'm like... 10 different things and I'm doing it all at the same time. Oh, that freaks me out. I can't do it. I can only like watch TV and or look at Facebook because if I look at Facebook while I'm watching TV, I lose track of what I've watched on TV. Okay. Well, I did think this about men, okay? I did think, you know, I didn't want to be like, okay, well, they're all the same, but I sort of started thinking that way until I saw this article about a man who was playing the trumpet while driving 110 kilometres on a Gold Coast highway. (laughs) I kid you not, he had one hand on the wheel and the other hand was playing the trumpet. I wonder what song he was playing. What do you reckon? Do you think he was on his way to, like, band practice and was like, oh, God, I haven't practiced all week. I better, you know, the performances tonight, better make it look like I've done my homework. I haven't done my trumpet homework. But I just thought it was so bizarre. I mean, a trumpet is out there. Mm. I've got to admit, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a good driver. I concentrate on the road. Yeah. But occasionally, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> occasionally, I will, you know, 
have a coffee. And you'll have coffee and having a sip in one hand. You've got one hand on the wheel. I drive an auto. You know, I don't mm. need that second hand. Or I'll eat a banana. Or after the show sometimes, because not many places are open around Newcastle on a Sunday night after 8 p.m., but Guzman Gomez is. And I've got to say, it is pretty easy to eat a burrito behind the wheel of a car. Is it like a banana or a coffee? Yeah, but burrito. No, but it's so good because it's all wrapped up in the one thing and then it fits perfectly in a cup holder. So you can have a bite while you're sitting at the the traffic lights and then when you need to drive, you just drive, put it back in the cup holder and drive away. Do you actually sit your burrito in the cup holder? Yes. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't want to be driving around with one hand on the wheel the whole time. I'm a good driver and I don't want to be breaking things. I just want to have a quick little nibble of a burrito. So I have a bite, put it in the cup holder, go to drive away. But last week after the show, I was eating a burrito. You know, I'd stopped in at Guzzi's on Beaumont. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was at the lights at the bottom of Beaumont Street, where if you turn left, you go up over the bridge to uh, Broadmeadow, like the back end past um, where the market's and that, the Sunday market's on. And I stopped at the lights and having a mung, you know, of the burrito. (laughs) And I just, the car next to me sort of crept up a little bit. They just... And I was like, why? They stopped back a bit. Why are they moving forward? And it caught my eye. So I looked up and I looked over and there's this man, I kid you not, in the driver's seat with a burrito in hand, also eating. And he literally just held up the burrito and cheesed me (laughs) with a burrito. (laughs) And I just drove away. I was like, night mate, night mate. We can't go anywhere from you. Hit 106.9 Sunday Sesh with Ed and Gia.